Welcome to the Velvet Void Podcast. I am your host, Avina Fay, and I am so honored to invite you into the world of the unknown. Here we are stepping into a sacred space of mysterious musings, creative exploration, self-discovery, and how to be in tune with the flow of our inner void. The void is a sacred place within us all that holds all of our creative energy and magic. It is the world in between worlds that we can tune into by turning inwards. My intention for holding this container is to inspire each other as we embark on rich self-discovery and expand the creative consciousness within us all. Thank you for showing up and tuning in to today's magic. Hello friends. Today we will be discussing the concept of flower consciousness, what that is and how to invoke that within us to explore our creative expansion and expression, tuning in to the wisdom of Gaia and integrating her into our practices. In this podcast, I converse with a dear sister, Amber Marie, who is a rose creatrix, is poetic muse, an apothecary goddess, and so much more. She is so wise and youthful and just filled with this creative juiciness. I am so excited for you all to dive into this cosmic conversation that we flowed together. So without further ado, here is Flower Consciousness with Amber Marie. today to dive into this divine topic that has been on my heart for a few weeks and been guiding me in my creative path right now and also my self-discovery and I want to discuss with you flower consciousness. You were the one a year ago, who first planted that seed into my mind, in my heart, and it's been this vast world within myself and my environment, and yeah, I'm really excited to dive deep with you today about this. Thank you for opening up this space to talk about it. I'd love for you to share a bit about yourself, where you are recently creatively, and what's been your muse, your inspiration. I have been faced with myself 
as we moved and migrated to the Pacific Northwest and after the chaos beforehand, I find myself in a new space with more space both externally and internally and I feel a fire brewing. It often feels like there is liquid lava inside of me and it is deep in my belly and it fuels me to create as much and as often as I can and it brings me into states of meditative bliss and purpose and fill my life with meaning and I find myself expanding my creative horizons in different directions. I really lately have enjoyed making things with my hands and feeling the materials in my hands, bringing my, my poetry to physical form and printing and binding books and creating apothecary and candles and I have found myself wanting to write letters to summon the spirits of my loved ones who are not with me and my typewriter is my favorite artistic tool right now. I feel it is so easy to drop in and continue in a flow of thought and consciousness without inhibition in a way that is sometimes different from talking or writing with a pen or thinking. To see each letter and word transpire in ink right when it's thought is powerful. And what's been inspiring me is all of this space and this desire to create the world and the woman from scratch with no preconceived ideas and just simply expansiveness and what inspires me is beauty and beauty in the natural world, beauty in my home, beauty in my loved ones and my relationships. I find beauty to be my muse. It's beautiful and the muse speaks to us through all of these channels as you're describing and how these creative projects and experiences are language in themselves which communicate to such a deeper place within us and to our loved ones whom we share these projects and these creations with and to also invoke these elements, you know, of the natural world as you're describing and your apothecary and 
it being somatic, the work that you're called to, and to like really not just ex express this creative energy, but like move this energy through your body into this physical masterpiece um, from, yeah, just being in that flow and being in that momentum. Do you often find your creative endeavors as ritual? Yes. I see ritual as a means of dropping into a sacred space and frequency that is in more direct communication with the divine and divine emptiness. A simultaneous feeling of emptiness and fulfillment and meaning and I find that the space that I create for myself and with myself becomes ritual and becomes a sacred space. Yeah, it's a place of communing with our spirit, our inner spirit, our guides, our muses. And for those who are listening, who may not know what a muse is, I'd love to hear your perspective on what the muse is and how she supports you. The muse is often personified in the body of a woman. This could be related to the creative infinite intelligence of the feminine, of the mother, ma, and the muse strikes us when we have the urge to express or play or do or say or breathe or think anything that brings us joy and brings us closer to ourselves and the muse sparks inspiration that then alchemizes to a new form. The muse is that in-between space of the spark and the manifestation and the muse comes to us never really when she is desired because she flutters away. She comes when we're open and ready and when she knows she can move through you because that is what she wants. And the muse uh, traces back to many mythologies, but in Greek culture, there were nine muses of the arts and they all specialized in their own art form. And sometimes Sappho is called the 10th muse of poetry. She was one of the first female poets to gain fame and recognition for her sensual, erotic love poetry. And muses were all ethereal, beautiful beings who simply existed to share their art with the gods and the humans and in 
Homer's masterpiece, The Odyssey, that traces Greek mythology, the very beginning of the play, he, sorry, of the, of the epic poem, he invokes the muse. He says, O oh muse, let the tale live for us in its infinite bearings before he begins into the action. And I believe that Homer, as well as many other artists, call upon the muse right before they are to give an offering to the world, whatever it is. They acknowledge her presence and invite her in. We ask, we ask her to humbly move this from us to you, from internal to external, from divine to man. Thank you for sharing and going as far back as the Greek mythology and also acknowledging that the muse is universal, is in our lineage. Our ancestors danced to the muse who is also the divine mother as you shared in this mission to ignite this creative flame in all of us. And I believe there is a muse of the flower consciousness who is this earthly, divinely feminine, expansive, rooted, sovereign, but also sensual and dainty and all of these floral expressions is there a flower that you have been embodying more recently I feel like the white lace flowers on the side of PCH highway we see them a lot all over the coast and they grow in big beautiful bushes and they look like white lace and the breezes from the ocean ripple through them and they look so soft and they sway all day and they hang out and get baked by the sun and get salty kisses from the ocean and are beautiful and silent and constantly in motion and never still. They remind me of the goddess Rhiannon, who is the goddess of movement, who is symbolized by her pure white horse. And we see this whiteness, this clearness, this vastness, when we are ready to move. And even as the white lace flowers are rooted into the side of the cliffs. They are constantly in motion, constantly in tune with the tides and the breezes, and are mm. 
And what do they tell you? What's the wisdom that they share with you? They tell me that I am free. I'm bone chattering, aching Pacific Coast Highway, sunshine, all the windows down, with a record playing, free. And beautiful and microcosms within macrocosms and macrocosms within microcosms (laughs) (laughs) and they tell me that I am white and lace and sun-kissed and salty from the ocean and constantly swaying and moving feel your deep connection and reverence for Gaia, our planet, and her divine feminine embrace that is expressed through these beautiful flowers and even the ocean breeze as as you're sharing. I'm curious where the flower consciousness awareness first bloomed for you. Can you share? I felt like I was in a particularly tumultuous time period of my life and I felt that I could simply if I summoned it turn into a flower and constantly experience life as divine and beautiful and flower petal consciousness which is pink and red and orange and white and long green stems and lush foliage and leaves and flowers are quiet and no matter where they are they stand there achingly beautiful and nothing but a flower who exists only to bring pleasure and inspire beauty Mm. and no matter where we are emotionally or physically there's nothing ugly or mundane in flower petal consciousness with the soul of a flower and surrender and feel our roots digging into the soft soil and we get to share our human bodies like coats at the door and simply say hello to the sun and breathe the flower part of consciousness brought you to a deeper place of self-awareness I find myself able to filter out the events in my external world as unrelated to 
me and my internal world, I have a level of self-control over the tides and the temperatures when I am uncomfortable or my energy does not resonate in my physical surroundings or my space or with another and I feel bipedal consciousness teaches me my own beauty and my own unique worth and my unique colors and smells and bipedal consciousness has inspired me to continue to output and create beauty into the world as a practice and a way of being and to surround myself in beauty and surround myself in flowers and plants. I believe that your outsides affect your insides. And surrounding yourself with plants, but also whatever embodies that flower and petal consciousness whether it's a painting of yours or even your typewriter, as you were mentioning, because that's the tool, that's the conduit for you to go into that stream of flower petal consciousness. They speak a different language. It is the language of the sensual, of our senses, of our taste and sweet smells and colors and feelings on our skin and in our hair. And flowers do not get lost in our human worries and concerns. We are sensual and open, constantly ready to be blessed by bees or to be carried off by the wind and a flower simply surrenders to the flow of the universe. A flower may be plucked from the ground and discarded a few moments later. A flower may shrivel and, and wilt in too much sun or in too much shade and a flower may find herself bursting from a crack in the sidewalk a little crack and a little daisy pushes through and she may be stomped on moments later flowers may bloom viciously and ferociously and wildly without abandon in a flower field or be confined to a vase for the rest of their colored lives or created into sacred objects or aphrodisiacs. Medicine. Of all forms, like the physical herbal medicine of flower essence or essential oils, even having flowers in a vase that you've handpicked yourself, and then 
drying the flowers to preserve their beauty in a almost ancient antique expression or pressing the flowers and preserving the beauty through that and adorning it on your altar or offerings to the earth I'd love for you to share one or three ways that our listeners can invite the flower petal consciousness into their creative journeys and their self-discovery and towards the evolution of sovereign being. Get a basket from Goodwill. Get a cute wooden wicker basket and go outside at any spontaneous moment that the urge strikes you and go pick flowers around your neighborhood. Go for a walk, take a long lingering walk and bring a small pair of scissors if you feel inspired to and cut lots of flowers, all kinds of flowers and place them into this basket and I invite you to skip a little bit or sing a little bit or hum to yourself or perhaps bring headphones and jam out while you walk. I invite you to bring a cup of tea or a cup of wine and treat yourself as if you were on a date with your divine lover and your divine lover has just set your soul on fire and told you how in love with you they are and how beautiful and divine and free and sensual and attractive and appealing you are and that lover is you and pick as many flowers as are singing to you and thank them all for their lives and thank them all for their colors and their offerings of beauty and fragrance a touch of the divine to our everyday streets and bushes and neighborhoods and thank them and then turn them into something else. Either press them or put them in a vase or gift them to somebody or tie them up and dry them in bundles or alchemize them into incense or oil or create art with them or offer them on your altar or spread petals all over your bed or all over your rugs in your doorway and lead a trail of flowers to your own bed in your own room and love yourself in whatever way that means to you. Another way we can step into a rosy consciousness is deep breaths in and steady and still your mind and envision your soul making love and intermingling with the soul of whatever flower in this case I'll visualize a rose and feel your soul merge with this rose 
and feel your power and your color and your stem and your roots and imagine that your skin is turning pink or red and has suddenly grown velvety and soft and your lips are green and your toes are green and you feel these brown roots just extending from your feet and melting to the floor and imagine you are a beautiful, delicate rose and the world has your whole life your whole life swirling around you and no matter where you land in whatever home or garden or graves your beauty is eternal and infinite and you may always treat every day as ritual and a ceremony every day make your bed and make your space clean and hang things that inspire you on the walls and have colors that speak to you and dress so that you feel like you are expressing yourself and eat what excites you and makes your body feel good and drink and love and make love and enjoy pleasure and beauty and goodness and purity as ways of being every day. Thank you for showering us with all your cosmic blessings and so much love and your breath is a meditation I feel so honored to just receive your your wisdom and your inspirational spark of this creatrix rosy consciousness that you so effortlessly embody and thank you for taking the time and dropping in fully, being so present in this sacred topic. It truly is a pathway for us all to come into a fuller expression and a deeper bloom of who we are as sovereign beings and coming together in this creative dance to hold each other and to share our art, share our voice. It's powerful, it's medicine, it's how we all grow and thrive. So thank you. Thank you, Vina, for holding such intentional and thoughtful and sacred space and for dreaming and envisioning this idea and encouraging me to use my voice and making me feel so safe and so seen. I honor the creatrix and the muse and the mother in you. Mm. Aha, sister.